Hello, I'm Leslie Langnaw, and welcome to Design World's Technology Tuesdays podcast for March 10th, 2015. Thanks for joining us today. Today's topic is developments and issues with metal additive manufacturing, and I'm speaking with Frank Herzog, founder, president, and CEO of Concept Laser in Germany, and John Murray, the president of Concept Laser U.S. headquarters here in Texas. So thank you both for joining me today. Um, It's a pleasure for us uh, uh, to have the interview with you, and um, I'm looking forward to answer your questions. Great. Thank you, Leslie. Appreciate your time. Okay. One of the first questions I wanted to ask are what are some of the issues facing engineers in metal additive manufacturing? It's it's two points I would like to, to mention. It's First, it's a big chance for engineers in new production technology. Uh, but the second is, I think we are at, uh, in, in, in a sit- situation where the engineers have to learn a lot about the technology. It's limitations, of course, mm-hmm. but uh, more about its possibilities. Okay. Uh, some of the major issues, as Frank had said, is that it's really a learning process and engineers are just now really becoming increasingly savvy about the advantages of, the, of additive manufacturing. And I wouldn't say they're facing issues per se, but rather incredible opportunities, and it's understanding how to leverage those opportunities and really maximize the potential. So that that's really where we see the, the challenges coming. It's a complete change in how engineers think and how they mm-hmm. how they actually engineer their products. Speaking of some of the newness of the metal additive manufacturing, can you give a, a little bit of information or insight into what is going on in the area of standards? regarding both the metal materials and the metal t- metal additive manufacturing equipment itself? So um, I have to state that the technology is still is at its be- uh, beginning of its possibilities. Um, it's at uh, the edge of entering into a production technology and there are many initiatives uh, which started uh, two or three years ago. And I, I can tell you all the communities right. and, and organizations who are uh, thinking about standardizing the technology. So what I can state is that there are many activities and uh, uh, the, the activity in standardizing the, the process and to standardize the mechanical properties. Uh, there are there is serious work ongoing, but nothing finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, regarding the powder material, um, we, we set uh, several years ago our own standards, which means uh, the, uh, the, the quality management. So uh, that um, takes into account the, the, the kind of production of uh, powder materials, uh, the qualification of the powder materials, uh, the analyze of the grain size, uh, the analyzation of, of the alloys. And this is done in, in a process chain here at Concept Laser. Um, um, independently also in uh, two different organizations outside of Concept Laser. But also here in that area, 
So talking about uh, a standardized uh, process in powder production and powder delivery and uh, analyzation of powder, I think we also don't find a situation at the moment. There is, there is a lot of work going on. Uh, ASTM is working on standards. A number of uh, bodies around the world are trying to standardize this process and making great progress. Um, the shorter answer is we're taking, we're seeing customers that are just taking, taking charge and going off and getting certifications on their own for their processes, and they see that as a huge competitive advantage. I mean, if everybody was waiting for standards to get in place, we'd be all be parked on the side of the road here for quite a while. So there's quite a dynamic difference in how companies are are approaching this. We have standard materials, titanium uh, variants, cobalt chrome, ink canal, number of steels, and we have material properties and characteristics and chemistry and all the details on those properties and provide that to our customers. But almost every day we get requests for additional materials. So the appetite for additional materials and capabilities is, is insatiable, really. So this is going to be uh, the standards issue. It's something that's going to be going on for a long time. And on machines, of course, you have to have machines that are consistent and have standards and are consistent from one build to the next, one machine to the next. And for our customers that are in production, that's absolutely, uh, absolutely critical. Um, these, these customers who are doing these standard verification for their own materials on their own, is that more of a proprietary process? It's just their materials with the machines that they're working with? Or are these materials that could eventually become something that anyone might have access to? Well, that's, that's a huge competitive weapon that our customers see because you can buy a metals machine, plug it in the wall, and, and you'll make metal parts. That's, that's interesting, and you're making you know, metal widgets. But the real competitive advantage is some of our customers who've already been in production for four or five years on you know, key medical applications or aerospace applications, and they see their competitive advantage as, as buying the machine, of course, but then developing their own alloys. They might take a standard cobalt chrome or an ink canal or some other material, and they sprinkle some pixie dust in there, and they create their own kind of, uh, their own kind of metal that's unique, and they get that certified, well, for a competitor to follow up and get that certified will take years. Mm. So for those that are in production, they think they're five or six years, even if their competitors woke up today, they're already five years behind the, uh, the ball at least. So it's, it's a huge competitive advantage in this process, the machines being just one small, one small part of the equation. Sounds like that's going to complicate things rather than simplify them. Uh, very likely, and and additive manufacturing is a complex topic because there's so much uh, variety and there's so much opportunity. And those that seize it and move forward uh, are realizing tremendous gains and competitive advantage. Okay. So what do you think needs to happen in order to have uh, more information out there for the engineer regarding what they can expect when using this technology? Um, at the moment, uh, I think uh, it's the task of the equipment manufacturers to um, provide all the necessary informations. Um, the people who want to use, uh, what I want to tell you is what uh, the current situation is. And this current situation is that we have a process chain also in material development. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why we have a very big group of uh, um, research and development engineers here. It's, it's almost 50 people. So once we have decided to 
um, develop a certain kind of material, we start into uh, a, a very detailed and, yeah, let me say, a little bit complicated process chain, which um, deals with uh, the powder manufacturer, of course, the qualification of the powder material, the analyzation of the powder material. Then we enter into the process. So we build test parts. Uh, we do all the standard uh, mechanical testings and mm -hmm. also partly the, the dynamic testings. Um, and then we take all those values and put it in data sheets, which we then uh, deliver to our customers. So if okay. the customer uh, enters uh, facility of concept laser, being interested in the technology, uh, they get the, the full amount of information uh, regarding uh, specifically the powder they want to use in, in their process. The other side is that we also do material qualification with our customers outside. Mm, okay. So we have, we have several customers in, uh, in the aircraft and in the rocket industry, but also in uh, the medical industry. And this is, uh, this is uh, more uh, a relationship of a cooperation. They, mm -hmm. they, they buy equipment from Concept Laser and they use our R&D capability to qualify and to realize uh, certain materials for their applications. Mm. Okay. Uh, I think in aerospace there's going to be more uh, creativity. I think automotive where you have more, uh, you have higher production numbers and you have more uh, demand for, for core material properties. I think that will, that will probably come far before space and aerospace. The three most aggressive segments for us are medical, space and aerospace. Mm -hmm. And I think it'll be a long time before those standards come because these companies really, the aggressive ones, aren't waiting for standards. They're pushing forward. They're getting certification, whether it's the FDA, FAA, whatever governing body it might be, uh, whether in the United States or Europe or anywhere else in the world. And I really see two companies. When I visit companies, it's, it's really interesting because they're the first type of company. They get it. They're moving forward. I had a customer bought a machine, a major OEM, and they bought it. They don't, they don't even know what they're going to do with it. There was no ROI. They just knew this was critical, and they have to get in the game and get going, or they're going to be uh, having trouble catching up. And then you get the other companies, Company B, and they just say, you know, we don't think it's quite prime time yet. And I'm thinking, you know, your competitor has always been, it's been in production for five years. You don't even know it. I mean, they are truly asleep at the wheel. It's amazing. It's going to be an exciting time, then, it sounds like. It is, and for those that, that seize on this opportunity and can really leverage it, uh, they're going to be hard to catch. And I think we'll see some huge dynamics taking place in these major industries on, on the winners and the losers. And, you know, this gives a very small company the ability, or a medium-sized company, the ability to compete at a level they could never do before. So it will change the landscape competitively, no question. All righty. Well, thank you both for uh, talking with me today. I appreciate your time. Leslie, thank you. Appreciate your time. It was a pleasure to visit with you. Very good. So hopefully uh, I could help you with my information. Mm -hmm. And thank you to the audience for listening. You can subscribe to Design World's Technology Tuesdays podcast or just check out for some other episodes available at SoundCloud.com 
dot com slash design world and you can always get the latest need to know engineering information at www.designworldonline.com hope to see you next time goodbye